Young PR Pros is celebrating their birthday. They're one year old. Stay tuned for more information on how they're going to celebrate their birthday in May. You're listening to Young PR Pros, episode 49. gentlemen and welcome to Young PR Pros, a weekly podcast for the young and young at heart PR pros looking for tips and advice on how to build and advance their careers. I am Christine Simpson in Ottawa, Canada. And I'm Julia Kent, also in Ottawa. So this uh, week's episode, we're actually going to continue with another interview that we um, that we had at the IABC student event called After Graduation here in Ottawa, um, and it was hosted at Carleton uh, University um, it, with the uh, communications department. And we uh, sat down with um, Genevieve, who's a second year master's candidate in the communications program, and uh, she gave us a little bit of advice on cold calling uh, companies to get a job. And here's her advice. So one of the, the one question that I wanted to answer tonight as I came to this event was all about cold calling. We actually heard um, one of the um, uh, one of the three panelists talk about cold calling a company, the importance of actually getting on the phone with a company when you're looking for a job. However, what happens is sometimes you choke on the phone. I mean, I know when you know I could sit there and I can have a script and everything and I'm ready, but then I get on the phone and then I don't know what to ask or I don't know what to say. So, what's have you done cold calling before? and what's kind of your advice on I, calling companies? I have, I have. Um, I've done a little bit less cold calling in regards to uh, jobs. I've done a lot of cold calling within my capacity in public relations, um, with the media, with other companies, with and so on and so forth. Which in the sense is the same, right? Essentially, we're different trying audience. Exactly, exactly. Um, I, of course, have called lots of different places, emailed lots of different places to... Um, to ask about jobs, ask about opportunities, ask about sometimes favors as well. I'm trying to do that right now in my thesis research. <laughs> my my strategy is bring my, my points down to kind of those three key points they always teach you in PR, which is, you know, what is it that you want, what is it that you might bring, and just be as specific as possible, um, as planned out as possible, and um, be willing to, you know, have to call back maybe more than once, or be put on hold, or expect to leave a voicemail. I actually really love leaving voicemails, because I feel <laughs> a little bit less pressure, um, and then that way, you know, I always like repeat my name and make, do my three points without being interrupted or being asked yeah. a question so sometimes uh, that that's um that's actually sometimes I really actually rather leave a voice. <laughs> leave a voice it's voice a little off. bit like oh I'm off the hook I don't have to I have to talk to someone this time next time around I'll feel a little bit better so. on the phone waiting for it to ring it's like please don't pick up please don't pick yeah. up <laughs> yeah. sometimes there's also the obstacle of the secretary or the the HR yes. or the, so those kind of filters that come around and how do you get past that barrier um friendliness absolute yeah. friendliness I find um you know and being specific as well just telling them exactly what you're looking for 
uh, or what you want or who it is that you want. And a lot of the times they'll try to filter you out. They're trying to maybe perhaps, you know, uh, just take a message for you, but be persistent. If you call three, four times, you may have already annoyed the assistant enough that they'll put you right through or that kind of thing. Um, but try and get on the good side of those people because they're, they're the ones who are that filter for you. Um, and that's the same kind of in, in, in any part of the business as well, whether you're trying to get a job or trying to get to a client or trying to get to a, 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 a journalist or an editor, that kind of thing. Um, try and get those filters kind of on your side. Um, you know, get on a first name basis with them. Try and trying to, you know, find out what their name is or what their position is or what they can do for you. Is this the executive assistant? Is this the media room, um, you know, receptionist? And, you know, maybe look ahead on the website. Who, are, who do you think you're going to kind of encounter before you actually call? And that I think kind of helps out uh, because it's a little bit less threatening when you're like, oh, who's this person who's, who's filtered? Why can't I talk? Why can't I talk to the person I want to talk to? Sometimes they're actually they're going to help you out, or they they'll be able to kind of translate your message uh, beforehand or prep whoever you're calling before you actually get to talk to them. So they can be on your good side or on your bad side. But try to get them on the good side. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sitting down with me. <laughs> so. Um, um, I know, Julia, you have a, a little bit of experience in cold calling, but not necessarily for a job, but cold calling when you were a journalist. And I think some of the um, uh, experiences you have may help some of our listeners who are thinking of maybe um, using that method to find a job. Yeah, um, you know what, I, at the company that I currently work for, there we get a lot of cold calling um, for, for jobs. and. I can't say that it's ever very well received. Um, the way that we want people to apply for jobs is through our online um, database process. Um, so we, you know, everyone that calls, we just direct them back to that. So it's, I think I'm of the opinion that it's a waste of time, and I don't know that that's the way that's the most productive or um, effective way to go about looking for a job. Um, I think you got to know someone to then place a cold call. If you know someone and you call and say, you know, hey, I'm looking for this person. I'm a, a friend or an acquaintance. Um, or a contact of this person, I think that that's probably a better idea, but cold calling really means you don't know anything or have any connections, and I, I would never do that, and I would never recommend that anybody would do that. I think there are so many ways to um, get yourself uh, out there with the, the internet, what, you know, we talked about the various ways um, on social media that you can promote yourself and you can display your resume. Um, I think that there's so many other options. I just wouldn't waste time cold calling. Um, you know, a separate issue that I can discuss would be, you know, how to cold call, um, but I wouldn't recommend it for the purposes of getting a job. I think it's a very important skill to have and you have to be comfortable doing that, but um, I wouldn't recommend it to get a job. Obviously cold calling, because you're calling people who don't know you and generally it, it, it isn't always the best received way to apply for a job. It is still sometimes, in certain situations, um, a way to get, I guess, I would say a way to get your foot in the door. Not necessarily, like, it's it's one of those small little steps, you know what I mean? This is not going to guarantee you a job. Just because you're going to call the company or call the CEO doesn't mean that you're actually going to get going to get a job. But one of the things that my mentor actually encouraged me to do when I was still a student was to do these um, informational interviews. So to call companies that I'd be interested in working for and asking to sit down with the CEO or the director of communications or whoever I wanted 
to work for, and then basically sit down with them and, and learn a little bit more about the company, what's involved in the company, and then it's just giving me that opportunity to sit down face to face with uh, the director of the company that I want to work for. So I'm not necessarily calling and saying, give me a job, I'm calling to learn a little bit more about them, and then, you know, sitting down with them. And then just getting my face out there kind of thing, just to, 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 to get to know them. So cold calling, I think, has to be taken with a grain of salt and has to be taken very, very strategically. I wouldn't recommend, just like you said, Julie, I wouldn't recommend to anyone to sit there, open up a phone book or go on Google and start just calling the companies they want to work for and saying, hey, I want to work for you, you know. But I think if you strategically do it where you say, okay, I'm going to meet these five CEOs or these five director of communications because these are five people I want to work for, if you're taking it from that aspect where you want to sit down and, and, and just meet them and learn a little bit more about them and their company, then I, I think that's great. That's a, a great way. But again, it's not just calling and saying, I want to work for you. You know what I mean? It's strategically thinking about how you're going to do it. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I personally still, I don't think I'd ever do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will try and make a contact in a different way. Okay. Well, let's let's agree to disagree on this, but I know you've got um, some uh, some tips on on how to call a company. Because um, yeah, as you were mentioning, cold calling doesn't just happen when you're looking for a job. Sometimes it actually happens in communications positions, and it's actually a pretty good skill to have. Yeah, and you know what? A lot of you know, cold calling is just you know, this is a bit of tough love, but it's like suck it up. Um, <laughs> You know, especially as a journalist, you pretty much had to do it constantly. And even worse than cold calling is approaching strangers in a public place and asking to and to speak to them. Um, you know, cold. I put cold calling in the same category as networking. Um, and you know, having the confidence um, and you know to to just walk up to somebody and just talk to them. You have to understand that if people don't want to talk to you, they're not going to talk to you. So don't feel, don't be so worried about rejection. And I think that's what a lot of people that get nervous about cold calling or networking or just approaching anybody that you don't know. They're worried about being rejected. They're worried about someone saying, what the heck are you doing? Why are you wasting my time? This is a stupid, stupid call or a stupid topic. Guess what? They're probably not going to do that. So, you know, I don't really know what people are so scared about. Now, I'm someone that has never felt uncomfortable um, cold calling or being in a networking situation, I actually really enjoy it. Um, but you know, it, you know, I found it interesting. Jen was like, "Oh, you just hope that you're going to get their answering machine," and and well, I don't because I want to make the most of my time, and I don't really want to have to, you know, you know, unless you're hoping for the answering machine because you can't really do the interview at that time or you can't really talk at that time, which isn't a good idea to call in the first place. Then, um, you know, I would hope that they pick up and you can get your work done and over with when you make the initial call. Um, so yeah, a lot of it is just suck it up, be confident and realize that, I mean, you're not gonna embarrass yourself. The, the, the likelihood of rejection is extremely low. So, you know, ask yourself, what are you worried about? Yeah, I, I think that's the, a really good point, not to take things personally. You know, a lot of things in communications, you know, we we represent a company, but not everyone is always going to agree with what our company does or with what we're doing in our position. And it's just to be confident about what you're trying to communicate. Um, it, when it comes to communication, I feel like it's 50% the words that you're using to communicate and 50% the way that you're communicating it. And if you're communicating um, uh, the content with confidence, it comes out 
so much better. So that's that's a, if you are going to be using cold calling in any of your um, jobs, uh, then you know making sure that you're confident and you're also educated. So make sure that you. Uh, I mean, I know Genevieve talked about writing a script, um, and and that could be one way if you feel like you have to write it out. Some people learn better if they they write it out. Then great, do that and write down a couple notes. Um, but just make sure that you're educated so that when you do call and, and you're confident, you you have the answers um, to any of the questions that that may come up. So. All right, well, great. So uh, we want to thank everyone for spending this time with us. We would love to hear from you. Um, so I think this is probably the second time that Julie and I disagree on something. So <laughs> maybe we'll do another Facebook. Last time it was handshakes. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll do another Facebook poll to see what Yay! everyone... <laughs> to see what everyone thinks about cold calling companies to, to search for a job. Um, so we'd love to hear from you. If you have any uh, questions, um, comments, or ideas for future episodes, you can email Email us at youngprpros at gmail.com or you can catch us on Facebook, on Google, uh, on Pinterest, on LinkedIn, and of course on Twitter at youngprpros, at Christine Simpson, and at Kim Julia. Thanks and have a good week.